listening to the Libero Football Podcast. My name is Scott Andrews. The date is Thursday, 26th of September. The time is roughly 2pm. I'm joined by Scrapperino Mike Sadler. Hello, Mike. Hello, matey. How are you? I'm very well. And um, Libero legend, uh, Libero old boy, uh, Paul Rooney. <laughs> Good afternoon. Uh, how are we doing, guys? We've had a little bit of a break. Um, I went to Benidorm by accident. Um, and came back by accident. And I've seen the videos. Yeah. It's definitely no accident. <laughs> Clarky. Uh, that's uh, allegedly we'll Clarky. Just, uh, we'll, we'll just bypass just, all yeah, that. Just, we'll spin, for the spin sake of him. Yeah, there's been, a, there's been a lot going on. Anyway, there's been a lot going on in football. Um, obviously, we can't touch on everything that's been going on. Uh, otherwise, we'll be here all day. Uh, interesting story popped up on Sky a couple of seconds ago. Um, Barcelona fined €300 Euros for an illegal approach on Antoine Griezmann. Weird, weird. That makes sense, doesn't it? It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. When, where, where's that come from? It's a strange world we live in. I mean, you said they missed the M off, didn't they? Yeah, I thought I thought <laughs> it must have been, you know, surely £300 million, but €300, Euros, really. £266 is the exchange rate on Sky, £265 on BBC, so... Uh, <laughs> who do you trust? Well, who knows? <laughs> Uh, Premier League has been um, plodding along. Um, unfortunately, Liverpool still top of the league by five points. Uh, the five points clear. Manchester City beating Watford eight nil. Yeah, it's not nine nil though, is it? It's not nine nil. No, still uh, not the record. So. Uh, but but still an incredible score in this day and age. Yeah. An incredible score in this day and age. We'll come on to United in a bit because I know Paul really wants to talk about them uh, as we do every time on here. <laughs> but I don't think there's been enough focus on uh, Pochettino in the press. Um, Spurs have had a bit of a nightmarish Gets run. Gets an easy ride, doesn't it? Um, 19 points from the last 21 Premier League games. Yeah. Shocking, isn't it? Yeah. Relegation form. <laughs> um, he's mentioned there's like divisions in the squad. I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not a football manager, uh, unless I'm on a computer, and um, I'm not very good at managing the harmony there either. Um <laughs> Paul, how important do you think it is that the squad are together and, and behind him? Who, who do you think is causing these problems? I'm not sure. It's uh, it's hard to say, isn't it, really? But I think he's. I think in his defence, I'm not. I have to confess, I'm not his biggest fan personally. I mean, when he was um, when he was touted for the United job, I think he's a good coach and he gets the team. He gets the team playing well generally. But I think they've just got they're quite weak, which you know, um, it's the old adage of doing a Spurs. You know, and I just I, I the, the rhetoric that he, he puts out is that you know the whole thing about trophies um, just being an ego boost. And that's complete nonsense. You're, you're in the, the game to win trophies, and it's like the League Cup. Spurs should be looking at that as an opportunity to win a tournament. Whether yeah. whether that he's projecting that, we we don't know. That's for that's for conjecture. But you know, Spurs should be going out right. Our aim is to finish third in the Premier League and win a trophy. Exactly. You know, yeah. and if they're out of one of the most realistic chances of winning a competition, they're out of it. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's it's pretty pathetic, really. Yeah. As you say, doing a Spurs. <laughs> do, do we think the problems uh, lie with like Ericsson? I know there was talk of him moving in the summer to uh, Real Madrid. He's out of contract, I think, in June. Do we think that's down to that? Well, it, it, that could well be a factor, couldn't it? Because as you say, it keep it, they keep talking about it and it keeps. You know, the word is he's, he's on the way. You know, will it will it happen? We'll see. But it must be unsettling for the boss. I'd have thought. I don't know what you lads think. But I'd have thought it must be I, I, for your number number one player. I feel like he possibly doesn't want to be there anymore. I mean, I think. I mean, Pochettino and Eriksson. To me, I think he's been courted by clubs. 
quite openly in including, the last including United. Of, yeah, including United and Real Madrid are the, you know, the most obvious ones. And I think he's possibly taken Spurs as far as he can. I think he's done a good job with them. I'm not saying he's not done a good job. But I just can't see him as someone that's got that... Like, you look at Guardiola, he's just got that ruthless sort of winning mentality, do you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. I just don't see it with him. Or, or, you know, I might be wrong, he might go to Madrid and win the, win, win the who, league. Who did they bring in in the summer, Spurs? Um, Jesus. They did spend um, some money, didn't they? Yeah, not a lot, though. Um, who they brought can't in? Remember. Can't remember. No. Can't Awful, aren't we? Top journals. Cool. Yeah. Uh, they were linked <laughs> with uh, Diabala, weren't they, from Juventus? Uh and it, yeah. it seems to me that they've never brought in that one player or two players who can take them to the next level. And he's, he's been there three or four years now, Pochettino. Might be longer than that. Might be, yeah. Mm. They've got a very soft centre, haven't they? they, they they're very, as you say, Well, the defence has gone to shit, hasn't it, as well? I mean, United were caught in Alderweireld, you know. And you, you look at that, that back four or back three, whatever they play, it should be, should be very, very solid. But they seem to have gone... All yeah. over the place this season. I mean, Alderweireld was bloody awful the other night. Um, they do have soft centre, don't they? As you say, doing his Spurs. <laughs> uh, speaking of soft centres, uh, Manchester United. Uh, <laughs> just the, saying. The just look saying. I got there was uh, awful. Um, his beard's bristling now. The yeah. rooster. <laughs> scraped a one-all draw with Rochdale last night, but then won on penalties. Um, <laughs> The problems inside that club, uh, it, it's rotten to the core, I think, um, accentuated by the fact that we see a video of Phil Jones saying, getting sacked in the morning and then getting told by Ed Woodward to stop. Um, it's not really my place to talk about United, Paul. <laughs> uh, well, first of all, Phil Jones should never play for the club again because of that. I mean, he's crap anyway, so. Um, <laughs> but that's, I mean, you know, what kind of dickhead does that? You know, he knows he's going to be on TV. Just, yeah. Very, very yeah. unprofessional, isn't it? Very, incredibly, very, yeah, yeah, incredibly. I hope he's been taken to task for that. Because, and if I was Solskjaer, I'd have him, I'd have him training with the, with the kids and he'd never play for me again. I think, imagine if someone had done that to Fergie, he'd be, he'd, his face would have been plastered Ooh. all over the dressing room. Um, yeah, I mean, how, how, how many times have we brought this up and how many times have I said it? It starts at the top and it goes down. And I put a, a, a little minor rant on Facebook the other day, like I'm yeah. partial to every now and then, um, that... You look at the managers United have had since um, Sir Alex retired, and you know, particularly Van Gaal and Mourinho, who are two of the best managers in the last twenty to twenty-five years. There is no way that they became bad managers as soon as they signed on the dotted line at United, and the, the, mm. the consistent all the way through is the ownership and the guy that's running the club. Yeah. And I have absolutely no problem with him making a load of money for the club for the club I don't mean for the owners but he should not be anywhere near any football and decisions and we have to get the structure of the club right as quickly as possible because it's a mess but it is a mess it is a mess as you said Scotty before it is rotten isn't it really something rotten in the state of United a uh, couple of dings from Paul's Tinder there if you heard them um, no, no. <laughs> is is Solskjaer still the right man for the job Mike Frankly, I, he, he wasn't for me the right man to start with, really. I mean, but um, obviously he's a United legend, and that bought him so much some time. But I can't see how he's going to be. I can't. Where's he going? How's he going to get them out of this? You know, they're frankly they've got very little quality. 
Um, that he's, he's trying to bring some of the kids through in a haphazard, haphazard way. It looks very, very unprofessional. The problem is, is you, you, it doesn't matter who gets the job mm. at the minute. Yeah. It's like you know, polishing a turd and sprinkling, sprinkling glitter on it. It's it, there's so much garbage there. The recruitment's been so poor for so long, yeah. and you, you know you could easily, if you're being absolutely ruthless, you could get rid of twelve players, but yeah. then you've got no squad. And we're seeing this now with the West Ham game the other day, where you, we've got yeah. no centre forwards, and you put bringing Lingard on up front. And I, I think anyone that takes the job is has almost got an impossible job because of the restrictions placed on them by the ownership and by the yeah. managing director. And some of Sol, I do, I don't think he's ruthless enough in terms of when he makes substitutions. They seem to be too late or too passive. They're not aggressive substitutions. I mean, bringing Fred on on Sunday for me. For Matic is so you can do a bit more running than Matic, but we, we needed something more. Matic was absolutely dreadful, by the way. But you know, <laughs> and you, there's there's pockets there. And he's with, one of the better you know, players. The three Matic. signings we made in the summer were good signings, but we needed two more. And the fact that we dilly dallied for the whole summer at the beginning of the summer, Leicester wanted eighty five million quid for Maguire, and at the end of the summer we paid eighty five million quid for him. Just get him in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to get your pants pulled down. Just pay the bloody money, get him in, and then and then you can concentrate on the other signings that we missed out on. Because we're at least two. We need we need at least one central midfielder and a striker. You yeah, know we we we're least. so sure. As soon as Pogba gets injured, there's no one in midfield. And I'm I'm one of Pogba's biggest critics, but it, unfortunately he's our best player. You know, <laughs> and like you know, McTominay looks a good prospect. He's playing well. Wambasaka, great signing. You know, Maguire um, and Lindelof should be a solid pairing at centre half. De Gea, when he gets his form back, there's, there's, there is some quality there. You're not telling me Rashford's a bad footballer. He's had a lot of pressure put on him from a young age. And he's playing. He's, when he's still not only fit, 21. You know, give the lad a chance. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's getting so much grief off United fans. I don't think he's been fit the last few weeks. He doesn't well. look. He looks like he's yeah. being overworked in training or yeah. something. He doesn't look like he's at it. But, you know, Luke Shaw gets injured. Why have we not got a reserve left-back? Why have we still got Ashley Young playing left-back? He, he started out as a bloody striker, and now he's a bloody left-back for Manchester United at 34 years old or whatever he is. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, what a story for... Um, <laughs> Take a breath. <laughs> <laughs> what a story for young Luke Matheson of Rochdale, 16 years of old. Uh, scoring at Old Trafford, brilliant. Excellent. Back in school today as well, apparently. <laughs> uh, fantastic stuff. Uh, Rot's still doing really well uh, in League One. Uh, 17th, but it doesn't really tell the whole story. It's a, it's a very competitive league, as yeah. we found out last year. Um, oh, yeah. They're still not too far off the playoffs, and we shouldn't really be looking at league tales before Christmas, should we? No. no. Uh, um, Wait, tell that to Liverpool fans. Oh, no, they, won, they, they win the league in October, November, don't they, oh, every yeah. year? Um, Bolton's still rock bottom of uh, League One, uh, but only on minus nine points now. Uh, <laughs> three draws uh, on the bounce, so that's that's good for them. Um, on, on this day, uh, which Paul spoiled for me before we came on, uh, the first ever European Cup game was played on British soil in 1956, Manchester United versus Anderlecht, and it was played at Main Road. Wow. Um, a crowd of 40,000 saw United win at 10 nil. Uh, they won the, the return leg 2 0, so 12 0 on aggregate. Uh, so that's a nice little one for you there, Paul. Yeah. And also, it has been 21 years since Paolo Di Canio pushed Paul Alcock over. Really? Yeah. 
21 years. 21 years. Making us feel old now, mate. Can um, 11 game ban he got for that. Uh, Was it 11 games? Yeah. Every time I see it, I, I, he, he took a dive, didn't he? He took a dive all cock there. <laughs> Sixes all around there, off the, uh, <laughs> off the judges. Um, League two, uh, Oldham, uh, Laurent Benid. Uh, was the the ex Monaco manager? Yeah, um, yeah. What my phrase? Uh, that disaster just, waiting to happen. Disaster waiting to happen, and he's left the club by mutual consent. Yeah. Uh, they brought in Daryl McMahon. Um, he was managing Ebb's Fleet last year. Uh, they, they currently sit. Um, uh, Daryl McMahon's Macclesfield. Uh, made a mistake. Um, Oldham is Dario. Is it ex Stevenage manager anyway? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, ex Tunisian footballer. Uh, Macclesfield brought in Darren McMahon to replace Sol Campbell. Surprised he's not popped up anywhere else yet. Actually, so, uh, maybe well, he's, maybe he's waiting for a championship. You're waiting job. for the right job, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, and Salford struggling there in seventeenth place on eleven points. But again, early days. It's, it's very very early yeah. days, and they'll be able to strengthen that, won't they? If it's not going going well in January, they've got. Enough money there. So. Yeah, easy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Carabao Cup was played this week as well. Uh, we've just mentioned United and Rochdale won all. Um, some big, big games coming out of that. Chelsea in it, United. Yeah, United away at Chelsea. Yeah. Liverpool yeah. at home to Arsenal. So uh, some big games in there. Well, it depends if they take it seriously, doesn't it? You know, we're talking about United as if, like, as you said, you said about um, uh, Spurs should be looking to win a trophy. Well, yeah, the, the, the League Cup has it. Always, you know, as it still is, I think, but sponsored by whoever. Um, you know, it should, as you say, it should be uh, taken more seriously. But, you know, never is, mate, is it? Never is. I mean, I can understand why teams play, um, you know, um, young players. Know, the big teams have always traditionally done that, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, but if I you're, but my point is, is that if you're Spurs, well, you're not in a position to do that because no. you haven't won a bloody trophy for That's God right. knows how long. But as, 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 you know, all the, you know, most of the clubs except. City and Liverpool, you know, they're, they're the only ones. They're the only ones that have got a right to be playing. And obviously, you make a couple of changes, but you should be going out to win trophies. I don't get all this top four, top six nonsense. It's not. I know, I know Everton have put, put out strong teams. Both when they played Lincoln and Sheffield Wednesday this yeah. week, because that that's Usually it's again, again, it's a chance to win a trophy. It's, you know, it instills a winning mentality, and yeah. I think Mourinho did it. Every club he's been at, the first trophy he always tends to win is the League, League Cup. Cup yeah. Because it instills yeah. a winning mentality, mm -hmm. and um, for Spurs not to be bizarre, it, yeah. But bizarre. even even United to an extent, really, that's an opportunity for United yeah. to win a trophy as well, yeah. um, and to win a trophy under Solskjaer would be would be a big deal. Anything would be progress, wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, you know, again, yeah. like you say, it's it's you know the winning mentality, making making the right direction um, in terms of the way the way forward, but then. Come out with all this crap yesterday about a three-year plan and all this lot. Right? <laughs> what plan? Um, yeah. So now, you should mention Burton, uh, Scotty, because of course they're the um, they were they they they're through now to play Leicester, so they could keep upsetting well, people. Burton beat Bournemouth, didn't they? And yeah, uh, yeah. a young uh, Nathan Broadhead scored for Burton, who's right. uh, on loan from Everton. There you go. Uh, so. Not like me to uh, bring up uh, Everton. Uh, <laughs> no. uh, but we have got some birthdays today, some crackers today. Uh, happy birthday to Michael Balak, Ricardo Caresma, uh, Paul Warhurst. Paul Warhurst. Old floppy fringe himself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kenny Sanson. 
And uh, Idrissa Garnagay, who's 30 today. So happy birthday to everyone there. Just a couple of ex-blues in there for you today. One or two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the National League, Stockport uh, in 12th place, but they have lost their last four games. So uh, Jim Gannon will be open to turn that around. Yeah. And uh, we'll do a little bit on Alti now, shall we? Uh, Alti been very very inconsistent in the National League North this year um, I don't think we'll be having Parky on uh, until that form improves yeah. he pops in the other night after the <laughs> FA Cup game so I think he was pretty chuffed with that um, they're so currently uh, 16th but they are slow starters traditionally anyway and they were last year uh, they've got two wins in their last five um, however on Tuesday night against Chester in the second round FA Cup qualifying round against Chester there was a lot of improvement um, Chester's goalie just had an absolute blinder though it yeah, should have been so. 4 or 5 nil yeah. really you were there when you scored yeah. yeah I was there um, there was a little bit of handbags from the Chester fans um, but you know what these middle class boys surprise. are like they think they go to football and think it's Green Street so um, <laughs> <laughs> they, they probably need to have a word with themselves <laughs> uh, he also made a, a, a sign in Lewis Archer uh, from Alva Church and um, I think West Brom were looking at him like there you are uh, must be a good player and we'll talk about West Brom in a little bit um, uh, up next for Old City's Gateshead so the games are coming thick and fast and that's at home so hopefully uh, they'll kick on yeah, and we shall be there Ooh. got all the beer delivered today so excellent stuff will it be you and, you and uh, one other or just you me and me and me and Beth oh right okay mm. Our anniversary on Sunday, so taking it to the football. <laughs> <laughs> Roman, romance is not dead. Uh, we, we've not talked about the championship. Um, currently, top of the championship, Le- Leeds and Swansea, uh, joint top. Um, Leeds look pretty unbeatable in that league at the moment. Uh, Baggy's in fourth. I know, yeah, good. And ne- next up, it's QPR away uh, on, on Saturday, half 12 kickoff, I think, or it's on TV anyway, so. Yeah, good start for the baggies, good start, but, you know, the second division, sorry, championship is so tough, isn't it? So tough, because bottom can beat top, really, and it, it happens, so. I think it's, it's up and down the leagues, it's like that. I think last year when we were talking about League One, there was ten teams with, like, three games to play who could still potentially go down. Yeah. Mm. Or make the playoffs, so yeah, um, yeah. it is, com- it is competitive. It's, um, it's the way it should be, though, isn't it? You don't want yeah. a situation like in Scotland where you've only got two teams or, you know. Yeah. That's that's why I was hoping in the Premier League this season, from a selfish point of view, that Everton would make a step up because you've got teams, Chelsea are in a bit of a disarray. They're just playing young kids. United are obviously a mess. Spurs aren't playing great, so you've got you know, there's an opportunity for teams to break into that top six now. Yeah. And, and Leicester look like they can do a bit um, as well. So, oh. good good draw for you in that in that uh, League Cup though, Scotty. Watford at home that's yeah I mean I absolutely detest Watford as a club um, <laughs> what what I don't know where it is in the country what an absolute terrible place it is um, and let's be honest their two biggest games they've ever had in this in their whole club history they lost in the FA Cup final to Everton <laughs> and got dicked six nil by Manchester City so uh, well done Watford looking forward to welcoming <laughs> you to Goodison Park again again yeah um, <laughs> Mike, what fixtures have we got lined up this weekend? This weekend, well, it's a turn to fixture page, fixture page, which is over here. Sorry, mate. It's all right. So we've got to start with, well, let's start with Friday, shall we? Yep. Uh, championship, uh, two matches, not, not well, there's one, we've got Blackpool at home in League One against Lincoln. We've also got Fulham 
against Wigan, uh, quarter to eight. Stoke against Forest, that's on, on, in the Championship. But Saturday, well, Prem, uh, stand-up really is Sheffield United-Liverpool, half 12, I think, or Everton City, half five. Those are two biggies, I'd say. And uh, I think it's United-Arsenal on Monday. On Monday, that's Monday right, football, yeah. 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 Yeah, Monday night football. That's the thing with United, you could see United going and winning that game. You know, it's, <laughs> that's, that's how inconsistent they are at the minute. Well, you're hoping there, Paul, aren't you, mate, to be honest? Well, to be honest, look, at I think Arsenal are crap as well. You, when you mention then that there's teams... You know that have They've slipped got some a little players, bit. Fairness, they, they have, but the defence is absolutely awful. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely awful. Yeah, I mean, David Luiz for eight million quid. Absolutely, <laughs> like how, how have Chelsea pulled that off? He's honestly one of the worst defenders I've ever seen play football. And you know, Arsenal are buying him to improve them. What? Yeah, yeah. What are you want about? He's thirty-three or whatever, and he's always been crap. <laughs> No sense whatsoever. Yeah, like you say, it's an opportunity there. Hopefully, um, Sheffield United get some sort of result, but I can't see it. Uh, to be honest, at Liverpool, and, uh, they're at home to Liverpool. Yes, uh, right. Yeah, half uh, twelve kick off. Yeah, so hopefully they get some sort of result, and they're not a bad side to be honest. Sheffield United. Yes. They, they, obviously, they won at Everton on Saturday. Yeah. They had two chances and took both of them. Uh, but He's they done work, a great job. They work hard it. and uh, they're very well organised. Yeah. So um, He's done a great hopefully, uh, Ravel Morrison will come on and. Uh, or, or do, a, do the world a favour. Yeah, or a headed goal by <laughs> Phil, Phil, Phil Jagielka would be lovely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, like we say, they, they look pretty unstoppable at the top of the league at the moment, Liverpool. Um, but they're not actually... I don't think they're playing as well as they were last season. That's the sign of champions, though, isn't well, it? Yes. That's the old classic yeah. adage. Yeah, exactly. If you're not playing well. One thing I did want to touch on, which we've not talked about... We have talked about on previous shows, but we've not talked about it today. Uh, VAR. How do you think it's going, Paul? Um, oh, makes my blood how long boil. have we got? Uh, <laughs> makes my blood boil. I think it's. We stuck with it, aren't we? We stuck with it. We stuck with it, but it's, it's so far. Oh. It's it's spoiling the game. Like for ex- so, for example, Incredible. the Chelsea goal against Liverpool on Sunday, where he was clearly offside, and they got a decision relatively quickly. Fine. How many passages of play were after that though? Yeah, I know. Yeah. So how far you, did you go back? Oh. Yeah, but that's that's the thing, isn't it? Like, but he, he was offside. Let's have it right. That, that the, the decision, as much as yeah. it was painful for for everyone that's not a Liverpool fan, he was offside. But the Spurs goal last week, when it was it Son that was offside, yeah. absolute yeah. nonsense. I don't care what anyone says. Even with all the lines drawn on it, you can't tell he's offside. It's mm. absolute garbage. Yeah. And it took so long to faff around. It was like three minutes, and it spoils the game. It's. Goal line technology, bang! It's a goal within five seconds. You know, let's either speed it up and get it right, and it's supposed to be clear and obvious. Nothing yeah. was clear and obvious no. about that Spurs goal the other day, that being offside. I just don't think it's been consistent about anything. As I mean, Sheffield United's second goal against Everton, Pickford jumps up for the ball, he's pushed in the back, and it goes in. So yeah. why has that not been looked at? Surely, if you're you're working on VAR, yeah. you're looking for fouls in the box all the time. Because that was the big thing in the World Cup, wasn't it? Corners, people were getting fouled in the box all yeah. the time. Yeah, it just does my head in, to be honest. I just, um, I just think you're taking away from the ref. Let the referees do it. Yeah, do you know exactly. what I mean? If you've got something that's you know a serious tackle, for example, where it should be referred or a dive or whatever, do that. But when it's like you know. Your shoulder blades offside, do me a favour. I mean, come on, man. Like, 
What are you yeah. doing? Spo- you're just spoiling the game. There's going to be there's going to be less goals in play and more penalties. Well, what do you do? You know, or in sport, we're going to create. Uh, you made um, a good point before before we came on air, which was um, they should get ex pros, yeah. ex professional footballers to be referees. Well, we were watching the rugby, weren't yeah. we? And when they gave the red card for the American player, they would the, the commentators said he's hit the, the referee's career was ended by a bad tackle, and straight away you you've and and he went it was a high tackle. Explained it to him. Off you go. See you later. No arguing back. No right? arguing back. It was just yeah. And he knew. He knew what he'd done. And it yeah, was a shocking yeah. tackle. And you know, we why don't why don't we have that in um, professional football? Why why is it that? And you you made a good point about the accelerated um, ex pro referee um, program. And you know there should be a situation where if you've got a League One, League Two conference player who gets to 34, 35 still relatively fit you know yeah get them fast tracked as referees and they'll they'll automatically have more respect from players because they've played the game and you you made the point about um, was it Jordan Henderson putting his hand on yeah, the referee's arm the other night and he didn't do anything about it he should be he should have been the ref should have pushed him back booked book him and then they should bring him to task over that and that's not just because he's a Liverpool player you can't put your hands on the referee because that sets a bad a bad example because you'll see that in grassroots football yeah. at the weekend and worse oh yeah a lot worse uh, yeah uh, we, so need, we need 50 Kalinas don't we or 50 Howard Webbs no don't start no, me on Kalina not, not, not because uh, Howard absolutely Webb. bent <laughs> best, best referee ever well let's just say he came out of retirement when we had five teams in the Champions League that year and he refed our qualifying game disallowed two perfectly good goals so we're uh, I hope he rots in hell. He's not bitter, is he? He's definitely <laughs> no, not bitter. No, just better. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, that's all we've got time for. Um, nice, quick one to get, today, yeah. get get us get us back in the habit. Um, we'll have a bit more for you, for you next week. Um, lots, loads to talk about. Loads of big games this weekend. Uh, Champions League's back next week as well. So, um, yeah. how are you getting on the predictions, league, Scott? Uh, I'm doing really, really badly. I'm like thirty third, <laughs> I think. Let's have a look. Let's um, have a look at the table. I'm not doing much better, so I'm not, you know, I'm not going <laughs> anywhere. I don't think I'm in it. Uh, you really. are 33rd, yeah. So out, of, uh, out of? 40. Yeah, well, it's not relegation form, it's not so. Relegation, no, no. no. So I'm, I'm equal 22nd uh, with, with my business partner, so. All right. Shows you how much we know. Uh, brilliant. Um, Shout out to uh, Graham, the Liverpool fan who's top by a point. Does <laughs> he even drink in it? <laughs> He does, yeah, he does. Oh, right, Comes right. in for Liverpool games, you yeah. know. So. Well, they're all clappers, aren't they? Uh, <laughs> thanks very much for listening. Uh, thanks to Mike. Um, uh, thanks to Paul Rooney. You can follow Paul and uh, Libro on all of social media at We Are Libro, and you can follow us at The Libro Pod. Um, like, we'll be back next week, next Thursday, which will be the 3rd of October. Um, so, back then. Thanks very much for listening, guys. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>